What's up, guys? Welcome to another Upper Room Devotional. Oh, yeah. I think we're going to end off James today, right, Justin? We are finishing the book of James, and it has been a lovely journey that we've been on together, Tim. <laughs> it definitely has. <laughs> so today we have James 5, 14 through 20, and it says, Is anyone among you sick? Then he must call for the elders of the church, and they are to pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will restore the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up, and if he has committed sins, they will be forgiven him. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. The effective prayer of a righteous man can accomplish much. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, and he prayed earnestly that it will not rain, and it did not rain on the earth for three years and six months. Then he prayed again, and the sky poured rain, and the earth produced its fruit. My brethren... If any among you strays from the truth and one turns him back, let him know that he who turns a sinner from the error of his way will save his soul from death and will cover over a multitude of sins. Well, first glance, um, these this passage may seem long or like there's something in there uh, that, that maybe is added on because you have prayer and then you have uh, talking about turning somebody away from patterns of sin. And <clears throat> what's important here is the Bible is talking about these being related to each other. So let me first start by saying uh, healing is absolutely possible and happens. I've seen it happen it's amazing that God uses everyday people like you and me as conduits for um, the ministry of Jesus, right? Like Tim, I walked into a, 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 a St. Anthony's the other day. It was a hospital, and on the wall it said, extending the healing ministry of Jesus. I was like, that's awesome. That's cool. That should be part of the way that we think about our life as Christians. We're trying to extend the same healing ministry of Jesus uh, to the world around us. Now, this tells us here that uh, if somebody is sick or somebody is suffering, that they're supposed to have the elders of the church come pray over them. And really what this means is, hey, find the people in the church who are helping lead, who love the Lord Jesus, who are helping you walk through uh, your life and have them lay hands on you and pray for you. And it makes the point that... um, People in Scripture and all throughout Scripture who were righteous people prayed, and God used their prayers in amazing ways. Now, the problem with this is sometimes we think, well, um, you know, Elijah. That's <laughs> kind of a it's kind of a tall order, don't you right. think? I'm no Elijah, <laughs> but the Bible says here to have the elders pray for them, and then He compares the elders to Elijah. Which means at some level that the people that we're talking about, like like Elijah, was just a man. And in the same way, we talked about Job earlier in the book. He kind of paints the picture. Hey, he's just a man like us. Elijah's just a man like us. Sometimes we think, you know, we read the Bible and we're like, oh, man, Samson, or I wish I was like David, or I wish I was like Paul. And, And we miss the point when we do that because the picture is the hero in every story in the Bible is not that person. It's Jesus through that person. Yeah. It's not It's not that individual. It's God displaying his power through that individual. And here's the cool thing. God's saying he wants to display his power through us. And he is already doing that in some ways. But one particular way is that we are to pray for people who are sick or who are struggling. And oftentimes God brings healing in their life. Now, does he heal every time? No, nor is he obligated to. See, that's what I was thinking, because we've been talking how James is a book of wisdom. Yes. 
But that sounded like a promise. Like if you're sick, do these things and then God will heal you. Yeah. And it helps because it's wisdom literature, right? So we know that uh, the the in Proverbs it says, train your children in the ways of the Lord and when they grow old, they will not depart from it. Mm-hmm. We know that this is wisdom literature. This is not a promise. So when we read James, we shouldn't read this as God is promising to heal everyone that has their hands laid on him. He's yeah. prescribing to us, this is how we are supposed to approach these things and God brings healing. Does it happen every time? No. Does your children, when you raise them right, love the Lord every time? No. This is a principle by which we're supposed to live. But there's a second principle in here that's really interesting. The reason I wanted to bring up the fact that he talks about turning somebody away from sin or or somebody who strays from the truth, and then he talks about confessing your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed, there's a principle here that's really important. Oftentimes, physical ailment, physical hurt in people's body, struggles that they're having, anxiety attacks, um, high blood pressure, um, hypertension. There can be all kinds of stuff that's happening in somebody's physical body because of a spiritual problem. All right. And so what is being highlighted in this text is that oftentimes people can be walking in sin. They can be, there's unforgiveness in their life. There's bitterness that they're holding on to. There's anger that they're struggling with. There's deep sadness or unbelief in certain areas of their life that they're carrying. And and the Bible tells us before we lay hands on somebody, you need to be uh, also part of this process is confessing sins, confessing, hey, this is going on in my life. This is happening. Um, Tim, I got to pray for somebody, I don't know, a couple of months ago. Uh, and he came up to me and was he had a cane and a leg brace and some some serious issue going on with his leg. And uh, he was like, but my whole body hurts. Like it just seems like it's focused here. And I started talking to him and it came out that he's got all kinds of unforgiveness and frustration with his dad. He's been carrying it his whole life, just angry. And we walked through this process of him confessing this sin and this bitterness and walking through forgiving his dad. And he was a ball of tears and a mess. And um, and then I prayed for healing after we worked through the stuff that was going on in his heart. And at the end of the service, he walked up to me and gave me his cane and his leg brace. And I was wow. like, I'm, I don't understand. And I was <laughs> like, I, I don't totally either. But I know this, that Prayers for healing and spiritual stuff going on on the inside are so often connected to each other. And some people are trying to medicate and taking medication for this and medication for that and painkillers and all kinds of stuff. And and the problem in that moment is not necessarily uh, physical. It's spiritual first, and then it's becoming physical. I think this is why some people get saved. They give their life to Christ, and they're like, man, my body feels better. Yeah. Like I'm, I used to be exhausted all the time and tired and all this stuff. And, and man, I just feel lighter. I feel like reinvigorated. How, how does this happen? Well, when we connect the, our spirit to God and there's nothing blocking that, you know, when we're not carrying extra weight, then what we can all oftentimes find is that our body is in a better place and healing and, and honest, um, confession of sin amongst other people, turning them back from the wrong way covers over a multitude of sin and also can bring physical healing in somebody's life. And the Bible tells us this, pray for this. This can happen. And keep in mind, these two frequently go together. But um, 
The last thing that I wanted to bring up, Tim, is as we're closing out the book of James, this passage is about finding healing and turning people away from sin. And James is this amazing book where the whole thing is saying, this is the way to life and this is the way to death. This is the way to the Lord. This is the way back to the world. You have to decide today who you're serving, where you're going, and why you're doing what you're doing because if you live according to the light, you bring healing into people's lives. But if you don't, you end up being participating in the very things that are causing distress and hurt in other people's lives. Choose life. Yeah. Choose life. Awesome. Thanks, man. All right on. Have a good week, guys.